0: Hey guys! Today's episode is a fucking banger. You are going to absolutely adore the woman that I'm talking to today and I've only recently come across her since Jade decided to start getting tattoos. So I'm kind of glad that she did decide to get tattoos because if she didn't I wouldn't have this amazing woman in my life and you are going to absolutely love her. Her name is Rebecca fucking Wood and yes, Her name is Rebecca fucking Wood. No, it's not really. It's Rebecca Wood, but I think she deserves the fucking wood because she's fucking epic, right? Beck is the lady boss of Rebecca Wood hair education, a traveling hair educator who helps salon owners in rural locations have access to high level in salon education that stylists deserve. She also has a private hair studio on the Mornington Peninsula specializing in low maintenance, balayage, color, and extensions. And she is a fucking bloody legend. Wait until you guys hear her story. She is so inspiring. All the obstacles that she's overcome, such as cancer, her own mental health struggles, and the fact that she stands here today so empowered and so full of passion and love for other women and the industry that she works within is just so amazing. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this. And make sure you stick around to the end because I'm going to be answering two of our listeners' questions for Spirit. Let's get into it.
1: Hello, Bec. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey girlfriend. How are you?
0: <laughs> good. I'm so excited to see you. Literally, as soon as like, you came on the screen, we're both wearing like fucking matching headphones. We look so good.
1: We are rocking it this Friday night. <laughs> matching headphones, matching middle part, low pony. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> black tops. <laughs> it's casual glam, babe. Casual glam. It is. We are vibing right now. I'm I love so it. excited to have you. <laughs> um, I'm really excited. Thank you so much for asking me on. I just, as soon as you sent that message saying, do you want to be on my podcast? I'm like, fuck yes, I do. <laughs> Thank you.
0: I know, of course. I was so excited to ask you because I was thinking, who would I want to talk to? And I was like, <gasps> Fuck yeah, I want to talk to you because you are like, you just embody this like women empowerment, like helping each other out. Like you are, by the way, an amazing hairdresser, like fucking hands down, like one of the best, even with like your blondes, your blonde clients. Holy shit. Like I need you to like paint me (laughs) because it's amazing. So I'm so excited to have you here. And you know what? The reason why I did ask you is because when I first met you, it was like instant, (laughs) lucky Jay's not here, instant attraction, right? I was like, fuck yeah, this chick is like my spirit animal. You are just so amazing. And we just like hit it off like straight away. It was weird.
1: (laughs) I can't, there's so much in that amazing statement you've just put forward that I want to address. Firstly, you and Jade are fucking rock stars. <laughs> I get secretly excited when I hear that you're coming to the studio. I'm like, oh cool, the girls are gonna be here tomorrow. It's so great. Um and just for anyone listening, um, when I say the girls are coming in, can I just say how we going to say like yeah. Um so you and Jade, so where I work, I work in a big co op um creative space, and I have my private hair studio there. And then just down the end of the hall is um, like a private two lady tattooist. And that's where I met you girls. Um, And yeah, I was just like, these two are hilarious. And you were just like this little blonde poppet that just came down the hall into my space. And you're like, oh my God, I've just come to see this. This is so great. I love it. This is amazing. And I'm like, thanks. And then we just kind of kept making friends in the hallway and then I started following you and you started following me and it's just, like, organically, um, it's just really cool. And, you know, I'm, like, 42, so when you make new friends at this age, you want to make, like, genuine ones.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We so. want real people. But I was so attracted to your studio because I'm, like, ooh, I'm, like, good vibes. I'm, like, ooh, look at all the colours. I'm, like, mm-hmm.
1: this is so me. <laughs> it's, like, this pink glow at the end of the hallway, of the end <laughs> of the corporate hallway.
0: It is. it's so me i was like i have to go down there even though i have no reason to
1: <laughs> I, I love that like,
0: you're like hey.
1: and i was like oh good this isn't awkward at all no <laughs> no bring all the strays and randoms come to mama um yeah so honestly i just yeah so thank you for being my friend thank you for spending the podcast thank you for addressing my hairdressing prowess um, and the blondes, especially when you say that, I'm like, well, lucky because that's what I teach people. So
0: I know, I know, <laughs> you are a blonde expert. Thanks, babe. I freaking love it. Thank but you. I have got questions for you. Right, I follow you very closely. And every time you post, I think I write things on there every time like, fuck yeah, and I put the fire symbol and I am like, just get so excited every time I see your content because it's so real and so authentic and you just cut through all the shit and that is what I'm all about. So I'm so obsessed with that. And I've heard you say so many times that, you know, especially in your field, like, that there's enough work to go around. There's enough work for everyone. So have you always been passionate about supporting other women or has, like, your outlook changed over time because of the way you've been treated by other women? Like, how did you sort of get into this whole, you know, women empowerment, like, b- build each other up mentality?
1: Mm-hmm. So there's a bit to unpack in there. Yeah. Um, mm. Great question, though. And first of all, thank you for supporting me on social media because, you know, it is, I don't want to use the word game, it, it's it's such a big, um, it's a monster that you need to try and control as best oh, you yeah. can. Yeah. Um, so the enough for everyone thing is actually a really recent mindset of mine. Um, I It's going to go back, but I'll bring us back really quickly. So I grew up really poor. Um, and I know coming in as a salon owner 12 years ago, it was really, um, difficult carrying money. I didn't know I had money problems. I didn't know I had money story. I didn't know that's how it worked. My apprenticeship in the nineties was very cutthroat. It was a time when you weren't even allowed to be friends with another salon, you know, don't walk past their salon. Oh my God, you can't go have lunch with that girl. Oh, what did they say at trade school about us? So it was, Hairdressing um, can be quite nasty, Um, and that's what I was taught. So then moving forward in my journey, when I became a boss, if I talk too much, just tell me. When I love it. (laughs) When I became a salon owner, um, I I realised now I operated from a place. uh, No, I didn't actually. When I first became a salon owner, I thought I was going to make a million. In it in 12 months, I was just gonna take over the town. I'd move back to my hometown. I'm like, I'm gonna rock this shit. In my business loan application, the bank lady said, What's your plan? And I said, I'm just gonna open a shop and rock the shit out of Main Street. <laughs> she typed I it love it. the computer. I know. <laughs> I, I saw her the other day. Actually, I had to go to another branch in Mornington to deposit some money, and Gail was there, so it was cool. Um, so anyway, the enough thing. So you know, going then through as a business owner journey and making money and losing money and um, growing and scaling my business and then opening a, a bigger salon again and then having a bigger team. Um, and then things started to go wrong. Things started to go wrong. I lost a lot of control of my team. I was really overworked. I I just, it was awful. It was really, really awful. And after eight years of owning, and that was because I didn't realise I had all this shit that I hadn't undone yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I didn't know it was money shit. It was just trauma and shit that I hadn't undone from childhood, from from all the years. Um, I, and, and I mean trauma, like childhood abuse, domestic violence, like, Everything you can think of has probably happened. Substance abuse, alcohol abuse, like everything. So, you know, when I shut my salon and walked away from my big team and I just shut the doors and I didn't care, and I went to Bali for two weeks, it was great. It was, it was, that was the most empowering thing I've ever done, was walking away from a situation that does not serve you anymore. So mm-hmm. then I went freelancing and that was great and then um then i actually got cancer and then we had the world shut down and so i had to reevaluate my whole life and i've done so much self healing in the last three years um money mindset nlp i lived sober for 12 months um psychology uh, like counseling all of the things that you do meditation cold water swimming the whole lot so the the there's enough for everyone mindset now has come from all of that. I feel like I've come full circle now and gone, well, do you know what? It's okay. There's gonna be enough for you because you're the person that does this particular thing and that's what people are gonna come to you for. That was a lot. I just feel like I did a TED talk. That was amazing. Sorry.
0: No, <laughs> that is like, you know what? That is so moving for people who are, you know, maybe stuck in the grind right now, who are maybe just overdoing it in their business. They're trying to do all these things. And, you know, sometimes life gets in the way. Like, Uh as you said, you know, Uh you have trauma you haven't dealt with. You have, you know, things that have gone on in your childhood. You know, you may be unwell. Like, I'm so sorry to hear that you had cancer and that you're you know, surviving today. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that because we
1: need you here, right? Ah! <laughs> we Thank need you. your ass here. <laughs> Thanks, girlfriend. I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere. Like they are, good. No, no. Good.
0: And but you know what? That's so mm. inspiring, though, to have somebody who has, you know, had come from not much, and then built something huge, and then realized that it was not what they actually thought that it would be and then to undo it and then come back even stronger but with such a better mindset, it sounds like, Mm, and approach. It's more realistic and more to do with, you know, actually who you are underneath all of that. Yeah. Do Do you find that what you built originally was maybe made up of all the different things that people told you that you should do
1: in your business? Well, I think it was made up also of the fact that I didn't think there was enough for everyone. I thought that everyone just has to come to my salon, or that's it. I'm gonna die a broke homeless person. So yeah. you you're operating from a different um a different space, and yeah, a lot like when I when I did originally scale and grow that huge salon, and I I remember because sa- you know how small Hastings is now. You've been there a few times, yeah. Um, I remember one of the other salon owners saying to me. I don't know why you're going to try and build a high-end salon here. It's not going to work. And um, (laughs) funny story, that salon owner ended up buying my salon fit-out. No way. When I closed the salon, he bought my fit-out and he moved in to that space. Um, Yeah. Wow. And had to borrow the money from his mother at age 48 or whatever he is. And I thought to myself you know what? I'm fine. Yeah. So you've got to just at one point, just go, you know what? People's opinions aren't paying my bills.
0: No, that is so true. So it's all about self-love and validating yourself. And, you know, you've got to be happy with yourself at the end of the day. It's a shit what anyone else thinks.
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But look, it did take a lot of work to get there. It took a lot of mindset to get there and a lot of self-work and, um, And things like that. And people can get there. You just got to be really open minded.
0: Yeah, that's true. And try different things too, because there's Mm. no one size fits all. Like, you know, if some journey worked for someone else, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And then it doesn't mean you're a failure because you tried one way and it didn't work. Like, sometimes we just need to, you know, navigate our own journey. And sometimes it feels like you're navigating blindly. but
1: you get there in the end. It's so true. It's so true. So that's a really great question. Thank you. And thank you for listening because it is a a bit to that question. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, well, I do love the fact that you, I think, because you've had this journey now and you're so in your power now. And I've only known you being in your power. So I don't know how you got here, but now you're standing here and you are, not afraid to be outspoken and you're not afraid to say the things that other people are scared to say or that are thinking but won't say it so guys if you you have to follow her on instagram because some of the posts she puts up are so fucking true and she does not give a shit what anyone thinks because it's facts right so this authentic real facts and i actually wrote down something that you said oh tell me so, you said that you would like hairdressers to stop bagging mm. out their clients' previous
1: hairdressers. Do you get a lot of heat for saying things like that? You know that particular video. I um, that particular video that I posted was in response to something I had seen um, where an Australian hairdresser with quite a big and I'm talking tens of thousands, a big following. Um, had posted really bagging out her client's hairdresser. I made it was very obvious, and um, it was shown to me by two teams, two separate salon teams that I had gone to train, and they're young teams, like early twenties. And I just thought to myself, "Wow, this is what the young ones are seeing. This is this is bad, you know." Um, so when I posted that video, I was so scared. I was so scared. Were you? You yeah. don't look scared? Oh, that's when I when I talk <laughs> like that, I'm terrified. I sound strong, but I'm shitty bricks on the inside. <laughs> you could not tell. I'm cancerian babe, hard shell, soft inside.
0: That's like me. Hey, that's like me. We're the
1: same. So I um. And I'd been at the tattoo shop and I'm sitting there talking to Holly and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just going to post a video. And Ingrid's like, just do it. Just post it now. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go post it now. And I literally <laughs> just hit post. And I was like, wait in. The worldwide support I got was insane. And the best thing was my most favourite, one of my most favourite UK mentors and educators in the world, Sophia Hilton. That's a girl. That's who you want to follow. Sophia Hilton reposted that and said to me and said on there, here's my ex-student dropping bombs. No. And it just went viral through the UK. (gasps) Look at you. Yeah. Oh, look, I can't even replicate that. But it, it was just, it was just amazing to see the support of people who have felt less than or have people who have left hairdressing because they never thought they could get it right or people whose clients had really torn them down so it it was so elating in a way but it was also sad in a way that something actually needed to be said Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so no no backlash and now i'm getting braver and doing more
0: that's so good i'm so glad you got so much support for that but you know what it's true in general of just you know, women and the way that, you know, we can treat each other sometimes and it's just can be really toxic and really catty and there's just no reason for it at all. Like why the hell? Like I hear so many stories and even to me, like in the workforce, I've had so many women like alienate me, bully me, make me feel like shit and I just think why? Like and you, a lot of the time I sit there and I'm like, But I haven't even fucking done anything. Like all I've done is just shown up and done the best I can. And, yes, I might be excelling in some areas. But, like, I've been called, like, a little upstart bitch. I've been called all the things. And it's just, you know, it makes you feel so bad about yourself. And then, you know, you're searching for someone to, like, take you under under their wing. And, you know, as a young person in the workforce, it's really fucking hard, especially as a woman. Especially if you've got people who are being so rude to you for no fucking reason. Have you experienced yeah. the same thing?
1: So when first of all, I'm really sorry that you that you were there. Um, that you experienced that. That is horrible. No one likes to be feared bullied or singled out or it's it's an awful, awful feeling. Um I think you're like a pocket rocket. I think you're so great. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> that's all right. And I know what you did at your corporate, and so you are, you need to be extremely switched on and extremely um, focused with a lot of drive and initiative, um, being two, three, four steps ahead of what you need to be ahead of. So I think well done, you. I think you're inspiring. So, thank um you. Oh, no, serious. Um, so... Th- yeah, look, the bullying, um, I did have um a really awful boss earlier in my career who was a bully, and nothing I could do was right for her. Um she used to speak to me like shit. Um and it was so weird. Just and I actually ended up leaving, and I remember I asked because I think I was only maybe 19 at the time. And I asked my mum to help me write a letter for resignation because I was, I was just, just so scared and I didn't know how to do it. And two years ago, I, because the owner of the salon was beautiful, but she was on mat leave, right? So I never really got to work with her, but she was beautiful. Two years ago, I was at a conference in the Gold Coast at Versace and the owner from that salon was there and the nice one and I thought wow this is this is weird this is like 20 something years later and I went up to her and I said you know Speck and she's like oh my god she goes I've missed you so much I didn't say anything right then but later on afterwards we're in the hotel lobby having a drink and I said I have to tell you something and I told her about how her manager had treated me and she was just blown away she felt terrible she always wanted to know why she lost me as an apprentice she yeah so it was really that's actually healed a lot of stuff um but in terms of bullying in our profession it's probably still rife I think I think it's getting better um I think I actually think the pandemic and I hate talking about the pandemic like I just want to like I know. Vomit. I want to vomit every time <laughs> someone uses it as a reference. So please, I'm apologizing to you all. However, in that time space, I think people saw hairdressing in a different light. Our industry saw it in a different light. Clients saw us in a different light. We saw each other in a different light. I think it really helped a lot. I like to think it helped. Um and I think if you are in a workplace where you are, it's toxic. And um, have I gone off tracky with the question? No, no, you're good. Okay. This is good. It's Look, it's hard. It's like anything. It's like bullying is hard because you're already broken. So then to try and take that step to fix it or to leave the situation or whatever, it's, it's incredibly hard. So um, I think having a really good support system is helpful, making sure you stick to the, close to those people that make you feel good about yourself. Um, and in the end, just fucking quit. There's so many jobs on seek.com. Like, I agree. Right? I feel like
0: I've been having this conversation with people, like, for the last month where I feel like I need to have a, <laughs> an old-school tape recorder and just fucking play me speaking over and over again going, You deserve better than this. You are so much more than this. Like they are making you feel less than. Why are you letting people rip you down? It is not normal to show up every day being anxious, crying, overwhelmed, overworked, all the things. Like it has become so normal for people to think this is how that it should be every day. Mm. It is Mm. not normal. I'm telling you, there is so much better out there because I did that. I stayed in that for a long time and I thought I deserved it and I was told that I would never get anything better. This is your boss telling you this. Oh, you know, you still need me. You need to be guided. You're not quite there yet. Telling you all these things that you then believe, whereas when you step out of that toxic bubble and you actually look around, it's not reality. And I Uh remember actually I had, this is a true, true story. Mm. Um, In one of my old jobs, they made my role redundant. Then they told me there was a new role that I had to then apply for, which was basically just my role. And then they had outside people come in to interview against me. So then they could not pay me more for doing less or for doing, no, they wouldn't pay me more for doing more. And then I had to compete against these outside people and the, it was so fucked up and I was crying every day. I completely had to apply for my own fucking job because they were trying to like undercut me. And then this woman said to me, Jess, think about this. Even if you get, you're successful in getting your own job, do you trust these people now? Do you feel good about this situation? can you honestly tell yourself that this has made you feel good and that you will stay here now? She goes, get your ass on fucking seek. remember who the fuck you are and get your confidence back because this is not for you anymore. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying to everyone. (laughs) Like you said, get your ass on seek. remember who the fuck you are. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, 100%. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad she said something to you.
0: Oh, yeah. I was like, I'll just take the redundancy. Thank you. Yeah, see thanks. Ya. See you. Bye. And they were like, oh, no, we were really looking forward to your interview. And I was no. like, fuck yeah.
1: No, <laughs> see you. Bye.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it's flipping them off right now. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, anyway. I- I'm glad that you're good. But yeah, so the bullying. Look, look, and it's like I said before, hairdressing is such a toxic industry. And what you just described before, the crying, not wanting to come to work, vomiting, anxiety, that was actually me as a salon owner before I shut the salon. Oh,
0: so no. I was in
1: my own toxic bubble. Like it was horrendous. And, um, yeah, but being able to, and look, and I wasn't a bully. as I was a hard boss. I was never a bully in terms of I would never go out of my way to deliberately upset my team members. But I think because I hadn't dealt with all my stuff and I hadn't learned all my stuff, I was carrying such bad habits from bad bosses that I probably was really hard and I probably didn't, I didn't know like things about. it. It's hard. It, it's it's hard. It's being a, uh, you know, mm. being yeah. a boss lady, babe.
0: Yeah, it uh, would be hard. But you know what? How refreshing now that you can look back on it on a previous version of yourself and have grown from that and have yeah. learned from that and you're actually yeah. willing to look yourself in the mirror and go, you know, maybe some of the shit I did was fucked up and maybe I could have done better. But 100%. you know what? There's no point in, and this is what some people do, they worry about that. They're like, oh, shit, like, you know, I was terrible and all the things and it's like you can't do that to yourself because you didn't uh-huh. know then what you know now.
1: Well, you just do the best with what you have at the time. Yeah. Mm.
0: Exactly. And you know Mm. what? You had those experiences for a reason and now you have this salon and you have awesome employees and you've come so far and what employees do I have?
1: You have your little team. Oh well at least just when I'm at leave, but I do have a team. I have a VA Mm -hmm. and I have a business coach and you know, I have yeah, I have people. (laughs) <laughs> you have a team? You team of people. You have Ingrid and Holly who are like Oh, little- my support team. How good are they? <laughs> they're so good. Oh. I love them so much. It's like they're just like the they're just, it, you know, the best thing about working in that co-op space we're in, everyone is each other's cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I We've love We've all that. got different journeys and we all do different things, but we can all find a common ground. You know, it's beautiful.
0: It's a really nice space actually. Mm. Well, after this I'm going to put all your details in my show notes so people can find you and they Thanks can so. go and feel the vibes. Feel but the vibes. I wanted to ask you so Yeah. We obviously you knew I was a psychic medium and then we started mm. talking and you were like, "You know, I'm starting to do like tarot and you kind of been into that. I am so keen to hear are you still doing that? Did you
1: do some okay, or something? I off cards here?" No way! I am, um, well, okay. So, yeah. So, I, when, because you're going to like laugh, right? You might not, but anyway. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> when you, know, you go, I'm a psychic medium. Okay. So, I'm a healthy skeptic, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, babe. But then, and then you're telling me your friend, that hospital situation. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. No worries. Because I didn't know you then. So, I'm just like, okay, whatever, babe. Yeah. But then, following you and watching you, I'm like, oh my god, girlfriend knows stuff. So (laughs) very cool. And to see you just in this short space of time, I'm knowing you grow and listen now to you and stuff. It's awesome. Um. So yeah, so the tarot card thing came up because Matt, my partner of forever, is like, baby, you should get a hobby. Like your hobby is work. Because if I'm not working, I'm doing an online course or I'm doing something, right. Anyway, um, so I'd always been interested in tarot reading because I'm like, how do you remember all this stuff? This is a lot of cards with a lot of information. So it was really out of curiosity. I've always been, I've, I'm not a reader. I'm like an energy reader, which is really helpful to become a successful hairdresser. Oh, yeah. 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 So um, I was, like, saw this tarot course. I'm like, oh, it's just come up at the right time and it was at the right dates and everything. I thought, great, I'm going to do it. So funny. I ended up just taking notes on all the people in the class. Oh, my God. (laughs) You had your own assignment. I had my own (laughs) covert operation going on. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I know. So, yeah, it was really cool and... But interesting enough, I can't stand looking at tarot cards. I don't like a thing about them.
0: Isn't that funny? Yes, so
1: I you're don't not drawn to them at all. Not any sets. And it was so yeah. funny because over the course of six oh, and because these women are rolling in with two, three, four sets, going, "Look at these ones I got. Oh, I got these ones. Oh, but look at it." And I'm just like. <sighs> <laughs> what an asshole i am i love you just i just couldn't get into the conversation and i didn't want to fake it because i just don't know how to fake shit no you don't unless someone gets me a present and i don't like it and i have to like it i'm like oh my god (laughs) the higher i go (laughs) the faker it is oh my god so anyway they're showing me these cards and, look, by the end of the six, and, look, and look, don't worry, I was into it. Like I was asking heaps of questions and wanted to know stuff and by the end of it, our facilitator, like our educator, she looked around the room and she said, you know, I really feel like everyone's had such a great time on this course and you've all got the hang of it and you're really open to everything, looked me dead in the eye and goes, except you.
0: No. You got singled
1: out. Swear. Swear on my heart, hope to die. Oh. Because the... I'm like, she's on to me. This is like and I just said, please don't take anything from me on board. Um, I am just like, I didn't even know how to explain how I was, and I still don't. It's it's not that I didn't believe her, it's not that I didn't trust her. There was a lot of um dark learnings within the class. Oh no. And and I know, and and it was not sold to me, it was it was um Explain to me as we need to learn the dark to learn the light, right? But automatically, everything was just such like, um, I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna go, but that doesn't mean when there's like death card and devil card. Everyone's like, oh, but it doesn't mean that I know it doesn't mean that, but if you pull out the cards next to it that may mean that, that's when shit gets like real, yeah,
0: yeah, you know what I
1: mean. And I was, yeah. I just there was a little bit too much open for interpretation in there, and I look. I just said. So I said, in all honesty, I just feel like it's a lot of responsibility to take on. I feel like tarot, and this is just my opinion, so feel free to reject this. I feel tarot can be a bit dark. Um. Yes i I
0: tend to agree. Look, I am. I've said this before in other interviews. Like I said, and you just said, it's my opinion. I don't really like tarot. Mm. I'm not drawn to it. I've never used it myself. I've got a deck of cards that I, I'm not really drawn to. I don't use cards. It's just not my thing, right? Right. Some people are into it. It's like I actually got this deck of fairy cards, right? And I got them ages ago. And I literally had them in the house and I was looking at them and I was like, these are fucking scary. I'm like these fairy cards are fucked, right? And I, when I was young, I was like, oh, my God, I love fairies. I'm going to be a fucking fairy girl and all this shit. And I'm, like, running around with all the sparkles. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, these fairy cards will be so cute. And then I open them and I'm like, these are the darkest fucking cards I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, I can't even have these in my house. And Jade's like, you just bought them. What are you doing? I said, they're going in the fucking bin outside right now. They're not in my house. And she's like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, hell. fuck this. And I literally threw them. In the bin, out the front, because I could That's not wild. deal with the energy. And then Jade actually told me that fairies are dark, like they're tricksters, like they come in used to steal people's kids, mm. fucking all this shit, right? Mm. And so we think they're all like la la la, but no, it's fucking dark as shit. So I get what you mean when you picking yeah. up an object and feeling the energy in it is not quite right for you.
1: Nah, it it wasn't. That all being said, I do have wisdom cards and oracle cards that are beautiful and I love them. And if I ever need to over the last and I've only wanted to go, they left it, they lived in a box for like years. And it was only during lockdown I started when I think I was living sober and opening up my possibilities and healing, I actually started going to them. Um but I just get one out for fun. I'm like, oh yeah, that's how I felt about that. Cool. But that all being said, with tarot card lady. Mm. She goes at the end there, she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, then there's the people that read off playing cards. And I stopped her and I said, what do you mean you can read off playing cards? And she goes, you can just read off a deck of playing cards. And then the woman next to me goes, oh, yeah, I used to see this old Russian reader that read off playing cards. And I was like, I fucking love playing cards. It's so rock and roll. Oh, that is
0: so you. Right? That is so much more you than tarot. So fucking cool. God. Does this mean we can now come to the salon, get our hair done, yeah. and then you can start shuffling the
1: cards totally. and, like,
0: give us a totally.
1: read? I don't know them all yet, so I might have to consult the book along the way, but I'm I'm getting the hang of it. It's just, you know what it is? It's just learning um what each suit means. So you know what I mean? So, like, spades is money
0: yeah See, like I the hearts and the cups
1: that sort of thing yeah so i'm just trying to um to learn that but yeah way more rock and roll
0: so cool and like right. you said i have oracle cards that i love because
1: they're light and love
0: and peace and yeah. other things and they're cute yeah. to do yeah know? i used so. to do that heaps when i was starting that's actually like i would do meditation and my oracle cards so i don't See? hate cards guys I ain't saying i'm just saying tarot not so much for me and Same. fairy cards, not so much for me. So if you ever want to get me a gift, don't fucking get me fairy cards. Or you have <laughs> to do the high pitched voice and you'll be okay. like i an- oh, <laughs> Literally, she's so high pitched we can't even <laughs> fucking hear her. So the dogs can.
1: The dogs did yeah. <laughs> My dog is next to me looking at me like her maniac. She's a little black staffy. Aww. And I pulled her into my room because she likes sitting in front of the heaters. Oh, cutie, we love the dogs. All oh, the, the dogs are the greatest, right? Um. So yeah. So that's my tarot story. I love that. Well, Thank in you. terms of like spirit,
0: i mm. in that direction. Mm. Do you have any crazy spirit stories, or do you feel you know spirit what?
1: around you? So I'm. So from a really, really young age, I always felt spirit around me. Darker when I was younger. I think it's the house I grew up in. Um. I was always scared in that house. Like just, it was, it was just always scary to me. Um, but I, when I was reading this question, I was like, it's weird. I think I've known something's always been around me and I haven't realized that until recent years that something's always been around me. Ever since I was young, I remember people always calling me a tripper because I was always like talking about stuff or thinking of things in different ways and and connecting with the universe and things like that. And then um I think to obviously being a hairdresser, I've been around I am around a lot of energy all the time. So I've really just by osmosis, not even by practicing, um I can usually read everyone's energy, so I know my clients are pregnant. I know when their daughters are pregnant. I know when someone's sick. Um, I just don't even know if they're just having a bad day. As soon as they walk in my door, I just know. Boom, their skin tone's different, or just something's off about them. Um, so I've totally lost my train of thought because I have ADHD, and I've gone down the rabbit hole. It'll come back. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. You were you were talking about um
0: your spirit, spirit tarot. but I, you know what? Now you've gone off topic. I actually love the fact that you are so in tune. Like that is amazing. That's like right.
1: a I've and got a it. So whenever <laughs> I say it is because whenever I see a reader, they won't read for me because they go, I don't need to read for you because you already know. Have people said that to you? The educator of the class said it the first night I met her. No way. Everyone else pulled their own cards. I pulled mine. She looked. She read for everyone. She looked at me, looked across and goes, I don't need to read yours. You know exactly what's happening.
0: Oh, my God. Third
1: reader that said it to me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Another one. another one that did read for me and I... I don't even smoke. I have to have a cigarette after her. I can't even walk. This woman was like inside my body from the time I was three years old. It's fucked. But she said to me, you need to learn to wash your hands up to your elbows with soap after every client you touch. Just stop taking on everyone's energy. You'll kill yourself.
0: Yes, you would take on so much people's energy because people would just dump on you. It would be like
1: a constant That's a whole other podcast. When I start a podcast, we'll talk about that. Um, so this morning, so I wanted to tell you though, two spirit things, right? So the biggest feeling that I can remember when I thought someone has come to me in the spirit world, the most clearest, most vivid, I can still see it right now in front of my eyes was I was, it was, it must've been late 99, early 2000. I was back at mum's, um, you know, there were still phones on the wall. So yeah in the kitchen Um, and I had the most vivid dream that my great-grandfather was drowning in my bathroom just next to me, my family bathroom, and I went in and I I had to pull him out from under the water and try to revive him and he was dead. And I swear to God hope to die. I don't tell many people this story. I don't really think I've ever told it that many times. I'm so So sorry. No, 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 it's Uh, fine. We weren't even that close. This is why it's so fucking weird. So then the house phone rings. It's like 10 past 6 in the morning and I hear my mum really quietly talking and she comes in and I said, what's wrong? And she goes, your great-grandfather just died in Adelaide. Wow. So... Now, since then, whenever I've had a dream and it might not, it might not be about dying, just like um, if I've had a dream about someone and they, they're they going to have like I've seen them in a car accident or I've seen them um, get run over, something is going to happen. I just make sure I send that message and tell them, please be careful of that green u- today that you might see. Please take your time crossing the road today. You know, make sure you have a good day. Make sure you take your time. And you know what? They probably think I'm being a stark, raving, fucking lunatic, which is fine because it's like you said the other day, not everyone comes with you on the spirit journey. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> <This is bad. laughs> um, but do you know what? I have passed the message on and that's all I can do.
0: But you know what I love too, that you're mm. doing it in a way that is, positive and it's not fear-based and this is kind of what you were describing when you walked Uh. into that tarot course Uh. like a lot of it was fear-based teaching and fear-based energies and like you're obviously getting little premonitions or little downloads from spirit and the way that you're delivering the messages without doing it directly is like being a fucking
1: pro right there thanks babe I take because, that as like a massive compliment from you. Thank you.
0: Because it's Thank actually you. not easy having this kind of gift because you can do the you can do things the wrong way. And I'm uh. not about telling people, you know, oh, this someone messaged me actually today and said, Oh my god, Jess, I really need your help because um my sister had this reading from someone and they've told her that um our dad is going to die and she knows the date, and she knows that this person on the other side is waiting for them, and they've got the dog and fucking all this shit. And because the information she gave about all things around the edges was so accurate, Mm. now this Mm. woman is walking around with a ticking time bomb over her dad's head waiting for him to die. And I'm like, that is the most fucked up shit I've ever heard because what we get from spirit we interpret right we don't know if it is 100% accurate and half the time what we're giving you or the information we're giving you is a possibility yeah it's some it's a potential yeah. if you you have the ability to change your direction in life so sometimes it doesn't happen exactly the way that we've said because you've changed things so this fear based shit i'm not up for it i don't yeah. like
1: it Hundred percent. hundred percent. And and that's why I love to think of spirit as positive. So this morning, just sorry, to turn this where I'm going with this, is to turn this back on a positive spin. And, yeah. and definitely the way we like to see things, is I have a beautiful friend that passed away almost two years ago. Um, her name was Angie. You would have fucking loved her. Aw. She was a chainsaw carver. What? So she was 52 when she passed it. When she was 19, she went to art school. She was an artist and she saw some people carving sculptures from massive tree trunks, and she's like, I want to do that. And they said to her, you're a girl. You can't do that. Oh, well, fuck off. Well, she travelled the entire fucking world winning titles and awards. When you're in, when I see you next, I'll show you some pictures. Um and yeah. her and her USA sisters started this thing called the Chainsaw Chicks. And it's it's fucking wild. Anyway, um it's wild. Anyway, so Angie, so she was always such a cheerleader of she was a champion of women. She was a cheerleader of women and um I, I met her a few years ago purely by spirit. I'm telling you the fucking universe found a way to put us together. I'll tell you another day. But anyway, (laughs) I often say, like this week especially, I'm like, I wish Angie was here. I need to talk to her. She would know what I need to do. Anyway, when she died, we'd had a fight before she died. And later on I said, okay, universe, I just need to know that she was like we were cool when she died. Can I please have a sign? And this Rosella came and sat in my driveway and hung out for half the morning and i thought oh that's that's what it is right so this week i've been asking to speak to her and i've had i've just had nothing and i was brushing my teeth this morning i even took a photo i was brushing my teeth this morning and i looked up in the mirror and i could just caught sight in the backyard the rosella had come and sat on the barbecue and he just sat there and i went and got a camera and i took photos of him and Oh my god. It's like she just came to my house. Yeah. So it was so it was so beautiful. And then 20 minutes later I was in my car to so I just live right near the beach. I got in my car look up end to end rainbow. I took a photo of that as well. Um that's how I knew that everyone was with me today. So I feel like I'm connected to spirit in a different way to you. I don't I don't get messages. I get a lot of universal power. Like I know it's there. You know, today I saw 111111333. Like I just just know the signs are there.
0: Oh, I love that too. And that's so tapped in, the fact that you notice these things because spirit try to give us signs all the time. It's just that we're so fucking oblivious. And, like, when I read for people, they're like, We've been trying to get through to where We're doing all these things, and I'll list all these things, and then people are like, "Oh yeah," I'm like, "Oh my god, (laughs) oh, spirit team." They're like, "We fucking try everything." This thick
1: girl, they got their fucking pom poms, they're waving around. They got their little glow sticks. I know. It's It's true. You're just gonna be open. That's it. You do,
0: you do, and you know what? Ask like you did. You asked for a sign. You're like. Come down, show me you're here. I need you. And spirit will do it in their own special way, and something that means something to you. But mm-hmm. it's always when you least expect it. It's when you're like literally not expecting it. You're kind of like in the groove, in, in doing your thing, and then all of a sudden it stops you in your tracks. That's the goosebumps moments.
1: I yeah. love that. Yeah, <laughs> I was pretty. I was pretty pumped. I was pretty pumped.
0: So good. Thank all right. You. Well, on that note, I have Jade's uh, questions for you. Uh, <laughs> Because Jade's questions yeah. are the highlight of these guest no appearance doubt. episodes. No mm. she's, she's actually just walked in. That's what prompted me. All right. So you got four questions from Jade. Mm. The first question is, what is the opposite of Rebecca Wood? Oh, wow.
1: You can take this however you want. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I know what you're saying. Um, Oh, fucking pastel. <laughs> pastel. And just on that, when I made my branding for my company and it took me ages to work out, I needed to get there, pink has been in my life forever. Hot pink, light pink, must are my favourite lolly. I'm about oh, to yeah, right? Hot pink stilettos, the whole fucking thing. I can't tell you how angry I am at all these people on the Barbie fucking bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Pink is now a thing. It's, it's always fucked. been a thing for me. It's, it's like leopard print now. It's like for the masses. It's not fucking for weird people anymore. I know. It's so in. Everyone's wearing it. I know. Oh. Anywho, yeah, so, past- so I made sure in my brand kit I said I do not want pastels. So anything pastel, people it fucking talk in that Byron Bay language, like I just want to like, you know, Um, I think we need to talk about like that thing that you might have said and how like I might feel just fucking say, bitch, you pissed me off. <laughs> they're pastels, Byron Bay language, those stupid brown fat ha- felt hats. Brown <laughs> <laughs> felt hats. Holden marinas. Oh, no. oh. I don't know. Just. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, cool. Second. What, is, what? Oh, what
0: was your answer, Jade? Rebecca wouldn't. Rebecca
1: wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> 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 Rebecca Jane. couldn't. If she
0: fucking would, mate. All right, your next question is, Yeah, I'm so interested to see what you'll say, if you could have your own shampoo and conditioner line, what would it be called? Jade's suggestions are Lost in the Woods, Coulda, Woulda Shoulda, or Woodpecker.
1: (laughs) Jade. (laughs) I just, can we, I'm just, when I get a podcast, I want Jade on my podcast because I'm just, I just, I'm going to tell you something right now. Not a lot of people in this world can render me speechless. It's speechless, Jade. <laughs> I just don't understand how her fucking brain works. Um. Okay. And I say that with love. Like, I love it. Like, usually I can, I understand, <laughs> Jade's an unknown quantity in the best way. She I, is. Love, I love when she smiles when she comes in. She's so great. So what would my shampoo and conditioner rub me all over? Rub me
0: all over. Oh, sexual. Wasn't
1: head. it? That was wild. She... I like it.
0: Hmm. All right, let's use it. I'll write
1: that down on the whiteboard.
0: Jay just wrote head job. I'm like I said head oh. job. I'm like, I don't know about that. Woodies. <laughs> Woodies. <laughs> Yeah, now you're talking.
1: Oh my god, you're hilarious. Okay. Um, now hair yeah. gel called Woody's. What? what? Is there? What did you say, Jay? Do you can have hair gel called Woody's because it makes your hair stiff.
0: <laughs> did you
1: that? it's out of hand <laughs> out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so. because, because Jade
0: likes some lyrics, she wants to know. Well, me too. If she hit
1: you with her best shot, would you fire away? Um, I would hit her with my rhythm stick. <laughs> Which also now I feel like goes back into the other question. That it is. It's gone, Sarah. <laughs> I fucking love Hit Me With Your Best Shot. And you know, you know, so nice. I think I might have a, um, a video of me singing that because I have a really bad habit of when really rock bangers come on like that, I video record me singing them in the car and then I oh post them. Oh my God. Them.
0: We yeah. need that shit. We right? need that
1: content. Everyone <laughs> needs that shit. <laughs> Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Yeah, that's fucking banger. I, lo- I love that song so and much. It's a fucking empowered woman, isn't it? Mm. I love it. I All love right, your,
0: it. your fourth question. Yeah. How fast can you count to ten? When Go. You first, to ten. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking quick. was yeah. quick. Oh yeah, she did. Oh, she yeah. was on point.
1: You I were fucking, ready for this. I was. <laughs> I really was. Tough question. you Oh, we in my Jack Daniels cup.
0: Yeah, do it. Um, <laughs> I love that. Well, the Thank last, you. actually, I have two more questions. The Go. last question, or well, the second last question is Do you have anything that you would like to share about your business mm-hmm. or courses you run or anything mm-hmm. like that that you want people to know?
1: Uh, basically, you know, i just a private studio hairdresser. I teach blonde education, as you know. Um, I will be, big announcement moving into the speaking space um in the hair industry i have just been asked to judge the australian hairdressing industry awards fuck off yeah in the business category so it's like the logies at hairdressing um so that's exciting yeah so that's basically where. thank you i yeah but like my My happy energy stuff is where I go in salon trainings. Um, Everything's on my website, so it's all hairdresser-directed. And, yeah, that's just pretty much me. I'm just a girl trying to give it a red-hot crack at, you know, buying a helicopter. I love that. Thanks. (laughs) And where can people find you? People can find me at www.rebeccawoodhair.com.au. Not it. on those other sites like I used to be on, just on that site. Just that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not OnlyFans. No, God, I'm too old and fat for now, <laughs> OnlyFans. You could do feet. Every, could, I feel feet is probably a saturated market now. What about hair then? People do might be into hair the going through the, the hair. Yeah. Hair oh. through
0: the fingers.
1: I'll tell you what, hair? when I see you next, we'll do a run through and we'll post it and we'll see if we're getting traction. We'll just do a test shot.
0: <laughs> Anyone want to see fingering hair?
1: Oh, stop it! That was what you called the
0: page. <laughs> oh
1: my you've god, you've lost your mind. James' it's, crazy energy is like swirling near you now. It's over, it's over. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming thank on you. the podcast. I love you thank so you. much. I thank you. I love you. you. Shot, fire away. Hit me with your best shot. Why don't you hit me with your best shot? Hit me with your best shot.
0: Fire away. Guys, how amazing was that? How cool is Beck? She is so fucking awesome. You guys go and check her out. Follow her Instagram at Rebecca underscore Wood underscore Hair underscore Education, um, or check out her website. I'm going to put all the details in the show notes so that you can go and check her out. She is awesome. And before I go, I am going to channel two questions from our listeners for Spirit. Uh, The first question is from Lisa underscore Marie 66 And her question is, Do you have a message for me, Mum, especially today after news that I have received? So when I tap into this, I feel as though the message that's coming through loud and clear is that the news that you've received, it feels almost like it's been coming for a long time and you've been able to see the signs as they've been dropping, but you just haven't had the. you haven't had the bomb drop and now it's sort of like all the pieces are starting to be put together and the bombs finally dropped and it just feels incredibly overwhelming and like I don't have any strength to be able to come up with any solution right now. So the advice that your mum has for you and that spirit of bringing through loud and clear is that there is absolutely nothing that you cannot conquer. And spirit are supporting you every single step of the way. And I keep seeing all of these stones in front of you. So I feel like that spirit are asking you to make sure that you don't leave any stone unturned and that there's going to be options here. So I keep seeing that there's multiple options for you in terms of what path that you want to go down right now. And they just want to make sure that you don't leave any unturned. So make sure you explore everything, open all the doors and be open to all of the possibilities because this is going to, I guess, challenge you. But you need to know that you are so loved and you are so supported and that your mum is guiding you throughout this process. So I really hope that that helped you. The second question that I have is from Bonnie Little Babes and the question is, are you really showing signs in my dreams? So when I'm connecting to this question and this energy, I keep feeling like the dreams that you're having seem so vivid and so real that you're almost questioning whether you're awake. And the, I guess spirit are trying to alert you to the fact that what you're seeing and feeling are visitations from spirit. So some people, when they have dreams, they're like, oh, it's just my imagination. Or sometimes we have dreams where I guess our subconscious is um, preparing us for something that we're worried about or what is to come. But with you, I feel like these dreams are very vivid and they feel so real. And this is a sign from spirit that they're actually visitations from your loved ones. So they're dropping little seeds in your mind or actually showing themselves to you. like you can you may even be seeing like a a person, like their face or someone smiling at you, but I keep feeling as though, the reason why these dreams are so vivid is because they are trying to send you signs and symbols. But it's interesting because I don't feel like there's anything, I guess, specific that they're showing you. I just feel like it's an overwhelming sense of love and support and comfort in knowing that they're here guiding you. And I keep feeling like you, you're you on the right track right now and you're doing all the right things, even though you don't feel like you are so when I'm connecting to your energy I feel like I'm in very much a mindset of I don't think I'm doing this right I think I'm failing like I just don't know what the hell I'm doing here and they're just giving you that little tap on the shoulder to be like it's okay to feel like that sometimes we all feel like that like we have no fucking idea what we're doing it's like we're running around with blindfolds on and they just want to reiterate to you that you're doing the best you can with the information and the cards that you're being dealt right now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talk Spirit to Me. If you would like to continue to support the podcast, the best thing that you can do is to share it. And if you feel like it, we would love it if you could rate it and follow it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much, guys. We will talk to you next time. Are you wondering what the hell you just listened to? Tune in next time for Answers from Spirit or follow me on Instagram at Jessica Lynn Mediumship.